Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome to the Leicester Mercury's Leicester City podcast. I'm Rob Tanner, the Leicester City correspondent. With me is Jordan, my good colleague on the desk and regular Leicester City blogger and contributor. And we're going to be discussing all the latest um, developments at the King Power Stadium and most notably the search for a new manager, Jordan. Uh, we've had a, seen a few developments haven't we, in the last couple of days in terms of the um, fluctuating odds on bookmakers' uh, favourite for the job. Craig Shakespeare, Roy Hodgson seem to be the two that have come in and out of uh, the, the favourites post. Yes, it's been been between those two uh, for the favourites. Um, we've seen both of them come in at odds on, uh, particularly Hodgson overnight, uh, Thursday night going into Friday morning, was down to one to five uh, odds on in, in places. Um, but he's come out a bit now and it's sort of both Shakespeare and Hodgson around evens. In terms of other candidates, there doesn't seem to be that many. Michael O'Neill, the Northern Ireland boss, is a, a surprise name. He's he's around there at sort of uh, sixteen to one. But the likes of Nigel Pearson, Gus Hiddink, the names that were mentioned as soon as Claudio Ranieri was relieved of his post, they're now at sort of thirty-three to one. So really, it seems like according to the bookmakers, it's between Hodgson and Shakespeare. Well, I think the scenario might be that uh, if they get another good result, another good performance mm. against Hull. Uh, tomorrow, then Shaky might be asked to uh, take the job on to the end of the season at least. And, but if they don't get a response, perhaps they'll turn to Hodgson. So it's it's one of those. It's a massive game, not just for Leicester City, but for Craig Shakespeare, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think the performance is probably more important than the result. You know, you, things can go against you, and you could quite easily, you know, stumble to a yeah, might need a referee, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. Um, but I think if if Leicester produce as the sort of performance that we saw on Monday against Liverpool, I have no doubt that that Shakespeare will will be given it until the end of the season because I don't think Leicester could find anybody that could make the players perform as well as that. I think the performance uh, on Monday against Liverpool was as good as Leicester played this season, on, probably on par with the with the Manchester City performance. Um, and I think if Shakespeare is getting the best out of these players and these players are reaching their peak under Shakespeare. I think to look elsewhere for the remainder of the season, when the you know with the new manager, there will be a bit of bedding in time. The the benefit of Shakespeare is that you don't need that because he's been around the club so long. Um, so I think really he, he's probably the man to go for. And that's probably why they've asked Craig as well to take the squad away after the whole game to the Middle East for some warm weather training and more importantly bonding because there's been um, sort of speculation that a lot of the new signings have not been able to integrate properly into that squad and the, the band of brothers uh, sort of perception that was last season has sort of disappeared very much this season. Uh, a lot of uh, sort of speculation on little cliques and little groups moving away from the main party. Uh, imagine a trip like that would do them a world of good, wouldn't it? Uh, you, you would hope so, but I think it's probably a case that, um, you know, there's lots of players that, you know, we had, a, a, we had regulars, didn't we, last season? Um, and, you know, whenever new players come into that, there are there is a bit of tension because people think their their place is under threat and, and whatever. But yes, I think you're right. I think some of the newer players, particularly the likes of 
Ahmed Musa probably have struggled to, to really fit in. Um, but then again, you would say Wilfred Ndidi, who's only been there a, a couple of months, seems to have fit in really well. And he's, he's already performing um, as well as you, you would have hoped. And I thought his performance against uh, Liverpool on Monday was exceptional. Um, so sometimes it's just a case that a player doesn't quite fit in, but you would hope that this, this warm weather training trip um, will help in that regard. Well, that's certainly, uh, you, to highlight Musa, that was quite a good point, really, because Musa was started the uh, the last game of Ranieri's reign in Seville, but then was left out of the squad completely by Shakespeare. And he just said today in the press conference that was just purely tactical, no injuries or whatever. So a bit of a fall from grace for a lot of the uh, the new signings because Mendy couldn't get in that squad either. Kapuska's come nowhere near. Slamani's in and out with his uh, groin injury and he's on the bench at the moment. It, it looks like Craig's very much gone back to the tried and tested formula of formation and personnel. Seferin did he, of course. Yeah, so well, I think that that's probably the, the right thing to do um, to start with. Um, Leicester have clearly been struggling under Ranieri with what seems like sort of slight tweaks to to the to the personnel and the and the, the tactics, but Shakespeare took all that away, stripped it back, went straight back to as close as we could get to last season's lineup and uh, and tactics with obviously Ndidi replacing Kante, um, and that seemed to help. There will be occasions where the new players will have to play. The, these eleven players aren't going to be fit, or you know they might pick up a, a suspension uh, over the remainder of the season. Um, but you would think that they could still do a decent job with Leicester playing like they are. I think if, say, um, Mark Albrighton got an injury and Ahmed Musa played on the left wing, you would hope that he would, if Leicester continue their momentum, he would be able to slot in fairly easily. But I think for the start of Shakespeare's uh, reign, I think it was right to, to go back to last season's eleven, if you were. Well, a bit of team news from today's press conference. Uh, City have a completely, well, I wouldn't say fully fit, but completely fit squad in terms of players he can choose from. But Casper Smichael has been nursing an ankle injury for the last three or four games. Craig Shakespeare said today that um, it's manageable. He's, it's not stopped him from training. He's just had to do various exercises before he starts training just to loosen it all up and keep it going. And it is manageable. And I think that sort of tells a, a tale in itself. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation about players not playing for Claudio Reni down in tools. But if you had an injury that could potentially force you out of the game, you don't want to play for the manager, you'd use it as an excuse, wouldn't you? So is that, could we read into that something a bit more telling? Yeah, well, I think Kasper Schmeichel's the sort of player that would never you know, give up. He would never down tools. He, he really does seem to have that character. Um, you know, he's, he's had a few injuries this, this season. He's already probably missed more games that he would, than he would have liked. So I think if he can battle through an injury, he will do. I, mean, I think most fans would agree that Schmeichel's been the one one player really through the end of the Ranieri era who was pushing the team, who was trying to galvanise uh, the team spirits. Um, so it, it's not really a surprise to me that, that he would try and fight through an injury. Uh, I think it says a lot about Schmeichel, who's been one of Leicester's best performers this season as well, um, that you know he's, he's managed to, to get through that and still, and still perform as well as he as he can. Well, looking ahead to tomorrow's game, an absolutely massive game, really. I mean, City now two points out of the relegation zone after that win over Liverpool, just three points ahead of Hall City. Now, it was put to Shakespeare today, is it a six-pointer? He said, no, it's still just three points that are on offer because uh, there's still 12 games to go, well, 11 after this one. Um, do you see it as a six-pointer? I don't think it's close enough to the end of the season. I'll agree with Shakespeare. I think... If this was, if we were in April, then I, I'd say yes. Um, but I think for the time being, it's, it's not 
too bad of a game. I don't. I think if Leicester did draw, which would be disappointing if they did draw, but I don't think it would be the end of the world. Um, Hull have been doing okay recently. They've probably surprised a few people in that you know, despite a change of manager and a, a lot of changes to the lineup. Uh, you know, they've they've got rid of well, sold uh, Robert Snodgrass, who was arguably their best player for the first half of the season. Um, but they seem they seem to be doing okay and picking up results and they're, they're looking like they they've got a decent chance of, of getting outside the relegation zone. But I don't think it's a six pointer. I think uh, Leicester will hope to win and I would predict Leicester to win. Um, but it will probably be a little bit more difficult than uh, Liverpool on Monday with Hull likely to defend deeper and not give uh, Jimmy Vardy so much space. Absolutely. I mean, I, they look like they're going to play a 4-5-1 from what we uh, have been told. They've got seven injuries as well. A lot of key players, key defenders are out. Uh, Curtis Davis is certainly out. Um, Harry Maguire's looked pretty solid in a lot of talk of him getting an England call potentially, but... Um, you imagine they're just going to park the bus, don't you, really? And, and then try and pick City off on the counter-attack tomorrow. It's going to be a very different game to the Liverpool one, isn't it? Yes, I, th- I think it will be. Um, particularly because Hull and Marco Silva will have noted how well Leicester played on Monday. They would have noted that they were probably a bit more aggressive in terms of their, their pressing. Um, but if you sit a bit deeper, um, if the opposition win the ball higher up the pitch, they've, they've got more players to get past and they've got less space to, to work in. Um, so yes, it's quite likely that Hull will um, park the bus in a sense. I think they would probably be fairly happy with a draw, um, if only because it stops Leicester pulling too far away from the relegation zone. Um, they've got some decent players, though. I think it's it's too. Um, you don't want to think of Hull as you know as relegation fodder. The the, the new players that they brought in, the likes of Markovic and Grzycki, um on the wings, have, have looked pretty decent. Um, I know they've got uh, Nias at front who might be out, but um, they've got they've got a, they've got a few decent players, and if they can put a decent performance, if they play as well as they have been over recent weeks, then they'll still pose a threat to Leicester. Um, but as I said before, I, I do think Leicester um, will hope for the win and will expect a victory. And they'll be uh, featuring a young lad that was uh, surplus to requirements for Leicester City, Sam Klukas. Young lad that come from the academy, he was released by Leicester City and now he's making his name at Hall City. He's looking like a promising young player, isn't he? Yes, I know. He, he particularly stood out in, um, in the away fixture on the opening day of the season. He was moved to sort of a defensive midfield role uh, that I'm not sure he played before uh, because of Hull's uh, injuries and he performed really well. But um, yes, he was released by Leicester at 16 because um, he was told he was he was too small despite being the, the top scorer in for his age group. For Sounds familiar, doesn't it? For Jamie the Vardy. Three seasons, but um, obviously now Klukas is six foot two, uh, and he's you know flying uh, flying in the Premier League and performing really well. And I think that's the case with a lot of players. Sometimes they just uh, they have a late growth spurt, as you say with Vardy, um, and sometimes some uh, slip through the net. But uh, certainly he's he's been very good, and I think he's one of the players that. If Hull do get relegated, I think uh, maybe one of the promoted teams will look at will look at Klukas because of his versatility as well. Well, I just mentioned Vardy there, and we've seen a little bit of a resurgence in in, in Vardy the last two games. Three goals in the last two, after uh, was it a nine game barren spell before then. Uh, he looks like he's he's got the bit between the teeth now. As somebody said in the press conference today, it looks like Pandora's box has been opened again. Yeah, I think. Um, I know there was a lot made that that Vardy wasn't trying as hard uh, over compared to last season. Um, I don't think that was true, but I think you could certainly see on Monday that he was making he was he was a lot more confident, and the runs he was making uh, were more effective. I thought in, even in the first sort of 
10, 15 minutes. He, he was involved a lot more than the, the previous few games under Ranieri. But he was just making a lot more intelligent runs. The, the team around him were a little more, little more confident and they were finding him um, in space. I think Liverpool's tactics particularly helped Vardy. Um, I think playing Lucas at centre-back was a, a, bene a benefit to Vardy, particularly for the first goal. As you saw, Albright slip a ball in and Vardy was able to pe uh, storm past Lucas. Um, he's been a lot better. I think he could still probably do a bit more. Um, I still think he's a little bit uh, shy of last season's form. Um, you know, we saw he missed a, a really good chance um, against Liverpool when it was nil-nil. That Mignolet just got a, a touch onto as he sort of scuffed his shot. Um, but certainly, he's getting, he's becoming more confident, and as he becomes more confident, he'll he'll improve. Exactly, he's a confidence player. We saw that when he first joined the club in the Championship. You know, the first season was a struggle. His confidence was low. Second season, he could see him growing confidence during the their season. Same with the Premier League when he first came up and he adapted, it was a bit low for a while, but then he just took off last season and he's one of those, isn't he? Once his tail's up, he, he, he's, uh, he, he's quite a formidable striker to face because of his movement, because of his tenacity, his work rate, and his, I think his, his finishing ability has really uh, um, come on. I mean, it was a cool finish for the first one against yes. Liverpool and a good header. I mean, mm. we don't normally associate Vards with headers. That was a good header as well, bottom yeah. corner to just glance it down. It was a great cross as well from Fuchs. But, um, so he's, he looks like he's got his tail up. But one player that still looks a bit short of confidence for me is Riyad Mahrez. Yes, I think of all the players on Monday, you would say he was the, the furthest away from, from his peak um, that we saw last season. Uh, he's still struggling a little bit to get past his man. Um, you know, He's still giving the ball away on occasion. But... He's going to do that. He's the he's the, the, the Leicester player tasked with unlocking defences, with you know, with getting by his man to, to create a, a good situation for Leicester. So he's going to lose the ball. Um, he's got a difficult task. It's not easy to get past Premier League defenders. They're, they're Premier League defenders for a reason. They are they are pretty good. But because he made it look so easy last season, um, I think there's a there's a, a sense that he's he's performing way below his level uh, this campaign. But Again, it was an improvement, his performance on Monday, compared to previous games. Um, not as much an improvement as everybody else, but I still think he, he needs to, to keep his place. I know there's been lots of calls for Damari Gray to, to play, but I think uh, Shakespeare should stick with Mahrez and Albrighton on the wings for the time being. Um, because I think Mahrez will improve and hopefully we'll, we'll see that tomorrow. Well, hopefully we'll see City as well pick up back-to-back -back wins for the first time this season and that will give them some uh, real breathing space above the relegation zone before their little mini break because of the Arsenal games being moved. So off to the Middle East they go for a little bonding session and we'll reassess everything on uh, Monday. Hopefully we'll have a bit more news on whether Shakespeare will be t given the job until the end of the season or whether City are still looking for a new man to come in. So uh, keep checking back on the Mercury website and on our Facebook page for all the latest news and reaction from the game against Hull City and check in with us with another podcast next week.